Hey, John, imagine if there were three of you and three of me. How much fun would that be? Oh, I think I think all of the quiet friends that we have would be overwhelmed with all of us. That's too much, Braden and John. One of each of us is perfect. Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we will be talking about the Trinity. God is one and God is three. Hey, friends. It's time for another story. My name is John. John. No, my name is John. My name is John Drabert. My friend over there is Brayden. That is you. When I grow up, I want to be John. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate that. (laughs) My name is Brayden. We appreciate you guys tuning in. 2021 is quickly coming to a close. And 2022, such a fun... uh, That's a lot of twos. It's a lot of twos. It's fun to say. It's right around the corner. Okay, during our discussion episode, we have a great approach to New Year's resolutions. Now, John and I have been doing this for the last little while. I've mm-hmm. been doing it for probably five, six years. Um, and we found that it's a great alterna- alternative to the typical wishful thinking that a New Year's resolution might be. All right. I hope you have had a great Christmas season celebrating Thank you. the birth of Jesus. Brayden, <laughs> there is a lot to this story and there topic is a today. Lot. So I think we should probably just jump right in. Okay, before we jump right in, I agree with you. Yep. But I do have to say that it's definitely a good thing that there's only one of each of us. I think like (laughs) I definitely, I would just end up fighting with my other self because we would both want to be right. All three of you. You Oh, yeah. All three of us would want to be right. And then, and that's too much arguing to have. Yeah. I I would absolutely be fighting with the two other Johns. Uh, (laughs) So Yeah. That's good. That's not a thing. And then the six of us would be fighting. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, what's interesting, though, because we're on the topic of Trinity yep. this uh, today, uh, within the Trinity, we see perfect community. Right. So we see three not fighting like we would be. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It is, it's such a crazy concept, but it, it's entirely accurate. And today, we will look at a story that illustrates that exact thing. All right, let me give a bit of information on the Trinity because it is a big topic. Yes. All right, God is both one and three. So when we describe God as three, we are talking about the Trinity. God is three individuals, God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yet because they are perfectly connected, they are at the same time one. It is one God, and that one God is three. Okay, so it's obvious, a big concept. Yeah, obviously, it's it's a crazy concept yep. that's hard to wrap our heads around, and and truthfully, like we have nothing on Earth that quite perfectly illustrates it. No, there's not anything that no. I can think of that's like, oh, that's a home run illustration. No, people think they might have ideas, but Mm-mm. they just <laughs> they just fall short. It seems. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, but we're going to have a really good conversation about it today that hopefully helps us gain a better understanding of the Trinity. That's right. So, I think we just need to eat some humble pie before we do anything else. We've probably eaten a lot of different types of pie over this Christmas season. I love pie. Pie is the best. (laughs) Apple is my favorite, Humble pie is my least favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. But let's let's all acknowledge right here now that we are just humans, mm-hmm. and really, what human can fully understand God? That's a rhetorical question. It's Meaning a rhetorical a question, question that doesn't need answering, and the answer is none of us, no mm-hmm. human, can fully understand God. Which means we may never on this earth fully understand God 
it's just he's too big he's too grand it's it's beyond our comprehension comprehension in most ways yeah absolutely and but i will say this with god's help yeah he will reveal himself to us as he chooses to do so Mm -hmm. and as we choose you know it's a two-way street God needs to reveal himself to us, but we also need to be ready to learn. All right. So we're going to find our story today in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. And because this is such a short passage, we're going to read it, I think, twice. And and we're going to read it together the first time. John and I, you and I. So I'm going to narrate and read Jesus' part. And you can do your best impersonation of John the Baptist and God the Father. I don't know what kind of voice God the Father has, but you can do your best. It's probably going to sound very much like Brayden, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matthew 3, verses 13 to 17 says this. Then Jesus went, to the, went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. And John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you. He said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said... It should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So, John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. All right. Did you... Listeners, did you notice all the characters at play within the story? I was going to do different voices, but I was afraid of sounding like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the wrong voice. The wrong voice, Wrong yeah. voice. All right. Uh, Brayden, let's reread this again. Okay. And as I read it, okay, you be the interrupter yes. uh, when the author introduces a new character, okay? Okay. I, uh, yeah, I'm great at interrupting. Yeah. And I'm, I, very rarely do I get invited or asked to do so. So, like, imagine if there are three of you. Oh, we'd be so good at interrupting. Your wife would just be like, she would never get a word in. No, she barely gets a word in now. There's only one of me. <laughs> All right, here you go. Here's the story. Then Jesus, that's talking about God the Son, went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John, introducing John the Baptist. But John tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God, that's the Holy Spirit, descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven, God the Father, said, this is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. So there we have it. We have all three of the Trinity interacting with each other in one story. Pretty incredible to, uh, you know, imagine this interaction as we read through this this uh, passage. Yeah. And, and the story is pretty short, mm-hmm. but there's a lot to unpack about the Trinity within this story. So yeah, let's, let's, Let's do that. Okay, so uh, we could, John and I, and we, we could bring on scholars and theologians. We could tackle so many questions. Yes. If you had 78 hours. Or more. <laughs> or more. <laughs> but we don't. So we're going to tackle two very specific questions, okay? Two yes. topics. Let's do that. So the first question is, 
Why is God making things complicated? Can't he just exist as one individual and make things far more simple for all of us? Why is the Trinity necessary? I've heard this question a lot from campers. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, I have no idea why God, you know, can, or I have no idea if God can choose to be a triune God, meaning, you know, three triune, or just one individual, but I don't think he relates to us as triune, as a triune God to discourage or complicate things. He's not trying to be confusing. Right. Okay. So I actually think it's just the opposite of that. In many ways, as we understand God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, that helps us separate and understand the characteristics of God more deeply. It helps us understand the intricacies and the detail of of each part of of God, you know, much better than understanding him as simply one. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like what you're saying there. Um, I think there's also a point that like, like the triune... God is, it's just a fact. So let's, let's yeah. read Matthew 28, 19. And I, I'll, I'll just read it. It says this, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Now that was Jesus talking and he references all three individuals within the Trinity. Right. So meaning Jesus is one of the three. Right. And he is right here describing God as the three. Yes. You know, that's both how he then wants us to understand and relate to the three of them. So he's stating a fact though. Yeah. Like this is God. This is how he exists. Yeah. So so we can't really change it. He is one of them and describing it. And, and therefore that's the truth. That's how we take it. Yeah. All right. You said that each one of the members or the individuals of the Trinity help us understand the God, uh, the whole, mm-hmm. more fully. Uh, you know, it gives us insight into God a bit more. I think, I think we also relate to each one differently. You yeah. Know, much like as we as we saw in the story. So, I think maybe we should highlight just a few of the unique qualities of each individual of the Trinity. And and this is by no means an exhaustive list. It is. No. Only a couple of the things, and maybe not even the highlights, but just a few of the things that are worth yeah, mentioning. That, that sounds good. Okay, let's start with God the Father. Okay? Yep. Uh, the Father is in heaven and receives worship from all who are in heaven. Right. He also was there at the beginning of creation, and we consider him the creator. Right. He's the one that's set apart, holy. We cannot approach God the Father without grace. All right. One th- other thing. God the Father designed us to be in a relationship with him so we can fully enjoy one another. Okay, we could say a lot more. We could go on. Yes, we could. Let's move on to God the Son, okay? The person, Jesus, is God the Son. He is the physical presence of God. Now, while God the Son, Jesus, took on an earthly form, he gave up his, his rights as God so he could be fully human. All those privileges, uh, divine privileges, he said, nah, not going to use them, not going to take them, so he could be fully human. And, and all Jesus' work, all he did, was done in obedience to God the Father. And he did that through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yet, 
just because he gave up his his privileges as God does not mean he stepped he stopped being God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's listen to how Paul describes Jesus in Philippians chapter two verses six to eleven. I'll read it here. All right. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead. He gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to a place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. That at the the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to glory of God the Father. You know, one last thing, um, John 1, John chapter 1 describes this, uh, is Jesus, he describes Jesus as the Word. Mm-hmm. And everything was created through Jesus at the very beginning during creation. I got to say, I think that's really cool. So we've got God yeah, the Father like too. and Jesus, both at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go on to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is described as our helper, our advocate. He gives gifts like healing, preaching, prophecy, leadership, generosity, or, or speaking in other languages as we saw in the book of Acts. Yeah, the Holy Spirit also prays on our behalf when we feel overwhelmed and have no idea what to pray. The Holy Spirit, well, he lives within us and reminds us what God teaches, and he comes upon us, giving us the power to do God's work. Now, okay, the book of Genesis describes the Spirit of God hovering over the waters when God created all that is in our world. (laughs) So, that is so cool. So, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were all present during creation. Yeah, it, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so very quickly, uh, let's, uh, we'll talk about, you know, the second question regarding the Trinity. Okay. The question is this, even though the Trinity is a weird concept of, of God who is three and one, God created us in their image. Right. Not just in the image of like God the Father or God the Son. Right but in the image of the triune God. So the question is, you know, how do we reflect being created in the image of the Trinity? You know, so I think it's going to help maybe if we read Genesis 1 chapter, or chapter 1 verses 26. So Braden, could you do that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it says this, then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Okay. Uh, Read that first sentence again Mm -hmm. and notice, listeners, notice how God speaks of himself in the plural. It's kind of bizarre, but it makes sense when you remember that God is three. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. Yeah, I love that. Let us. So the answer to the question is, God is a relationship. Relationship mm. is within his very existence. We reflect this in a sense that uh, we reflect this 
in the sense that God created us to be in a relationship with him mm-hmm. and with other people. Yeah, I really like that. We also reflect God in in that we are all unique, you know? Uh, each individual of the Trinity is also unique, and so are we. Finally, you know, I think that God is the model for community and relationship. In our story today, we saw God, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit all participating in the baptism of Jesus. They were all in perfect unison, yet all had their unique roles. You know, I think at our best, we reflect this type of community and relationship. Okay. Take a deep breath with me here, John. That was a lot. (laughs) We covered a lot today, but it has been great. And we've only really scratched the surface. Yeah. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Are you ready for the growth tip? I am always ready. We hope that you guys grow in a relationship with Jesus, and that is what the growth tip is all about. All right, we want you to read John chapter 14. In this chapter, Jesus describes all three individuals of the Trinity and how they and followers of Christ can interact with each other. You know, it's it's really a great read, and we think you'll not only learn a lot, but I think you will be challenged to live differently. Happy New Year, everybody. (laughs) I'm so excited. We're almost there. We hope and we pray that God will continue to reveal himself to you and that you will continue to grow in a relationship with him. Hey, be sure to follow us on Instagram at BibleStoryPod and keep spreading the word about this show. We we have appreciated that so much throughout this year. And and even more important, encourage others to grow closer to God. Thank you all once again. We will chat with you next year. Hey, have you ever heard the expression, new year, new me? I, I I have. I hear that a lot, especially around this time of year. Yeah, yo, me too. Well, this year I am going by new year, same old me. Okay, doesn't quite have the same ring to it, but, you know, I'm sure we're going to find out more in our next episode. Indeed we will. <laughs>